Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam. Joining me today for Marvel Monday, it's Stefan. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. I finally blurted that out. Wow. That, that took us three attempts to yeah. start this podcast. I could not say Stuff and Thangs podcast today, people. I, I, I stuffed the flip, stuffed the nip, stuffed the plebs and then a whole <laughs> load of bleeping when I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> I, li- I like the idea of us being a podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely a podcast. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. I, I think that just sounded like I was—I had a Boston accent. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye, Boston. Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goodbye, Boston. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Uh, but hello, welcome. It is Marvel Monday on our show. That means we're talking about all things from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but especially the second live-action show, Disney Plus exclusive. The well, it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now I got caught then because I was going to make a joke, and then I stopped myself from making the joke. But now I've kind of stumbled. I have to make the joke. Yeah, I kind of need to know the joke now. They they really crapped out on names, didn't they? Wonder Vision, Wonder yeah. and Vision, yeah. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's yeah. who it's about. The next one, Loki. Yeah. Ah. Me and you kind of <laughs> joked about this before. We, we were doing a show talking about, um, I think it was one of the uh, movies, and then we kind of said at the end, like, the shows that are coming up next for the MCU, and we were going to be talking about them. Yeah. And we, we kind of imagined what the pitch meeting was, where they just sat there going, right, okay, we got a show, it's going to be about Wanda and Vision. What should we call it? WandaVision. Okay, great, that's brilliant, yeah. Uh, we got another show, it's going to be about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What should we call that? Hmm... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Genius. Well done. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, we got a show about Loki. Yeah, Loki. Brilliant. Again, superb. Uh, we got a show where basically we're going to explore what would happen if things were different. You know, like what if. Yeah, what are we going to call it? What if. I like what if. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I can't make my mind up if he's genius. Seriously lazy. But if you think about it... <laughs> Yeah. They created this... Re- it's no longer canon, but they created a show all about Phil Coulson and his yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And they called it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah, yeah, they're yeah. known for, I feel. Yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, <laughs> this is not brand new information. <laughs> Let's make uh, a cartoon about the X-Men. What should we call it, X-Men? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and, and yeah. To, to be honest, <laughs> this shouldn't shock me. You know, what's this film about? Oh, Captain America. What's it called? Captain America. Yeah, thinking back yeah, now, Thor, actually, yeah, Iron every Man. single one of them does. Yeah. Oh, there's a group of them. What's the group called? The Avengers. 
Oh, I like it. Oh, I see. I see. Actually, yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're, we're following a the, pattern here. Yeah. This is the end of the Avengers saga. So what should we call it? Endgame. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're going to be talking about the episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the first one. It's a six-episode series, again exclusively on Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, season one, episode one. The title of the episode, my friend, the New World Order. Yes, New World Order. Anyone who was a wrestling fan is in in the nineties will have heard of them, WCW. But this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is episode one of six. Like I said, the running time was about. 40-something minutes, so it's I kind of like... You, 43 minutes. Yeah, so it's basically like an hour show if it was on network television with the adverts. Yeah. It, it's basically that. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm hoping the there's some... bastards put six minutes worth of advert, uh, credits at the end, and I had to sit and watch them all just in case. Yeah, there was no... I, I think there will be at yeah. least once. Maybe episode six. Yeah. But we got to watch them every week. Exactly. Like, they've got to <laughs> suck it in on this, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, I mean we, we can get away with it. We can be lazy and just step away and then wait for the world to watch it and go, oh, there was an after credit scene, and then go, aha. No, see, what Marvel did is they sat there and they went, you know how everyone knows we have after credit scenes? Yeah. Like, after credit scenes. Why don't we just... How long do you reckon we can make the credits that they'll sit there for? Did, did you say Sedic Creams originally? Yep. Man, it's catching. You've yep. caught it. Sorry. Mondays. Welcome to Mondays, yeah, people. what the hell? <laughs> this we, will be it. This can, is Marvel we can Mondays. Talk. <laughs> we promise we can talk. This is this like, is not... We're not having some emotional breakdown. Well, we might be. Yeah, we like, been we're not even filming this at like six in the morning. Like, no. you know, we have been awake and functioned for a while before. Well, I've, I've been awake. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about functioning the day, to be honest. Mon- Monday, not, not a good day. But um, so, yeah, let's let's go through it then. Because one of the things I really enjoyed about this episode and, and what appears to be what I'm going to enjoy about this series is we're getting two of the, uh, the, the classmates kind of like the b-list avengers the kind of not the yep. main not the main group brilliant uh, characters but not the the main guys yeah um and you know sort of for one of a better terminology almost like steve's sidekicks a little I've bit. Had to say, yeah the sidekicks have got their own yeah. show yeah which you know it's a little bit disparaging but not meant to be it's just you know it's, uh, captain america is one of the main characters and both of these characters are introduced to us via you know, Captain America, they both yeah. kind of really had their big moment in Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier, of course, where we first meet Falcon and obviously we get reintroduced to Bucky yeah. uh, as The Winter Soldier. Um, but the thing I quite like about this, and again, this isn't picking up on any one part of the episode, we'll go through a few bullet points in a moment, but it kind of feels like we're we're going to get far more character depth via this series. We're going to get a far bigger understanding of who they are as men and it's one of the things that marvel does with the mcu and superhero stuff that i really like yeah uh, it's grounded it's human it's yeah yeah you, know, you you like the characters because you can actually relate to the characters because they have got a human storyline side to yeah it. yeah there, there is a humanity to them and um one of the things that made me laugh though is we've been watching trailers and sneak peeks for this series for <laughs> six months do you think yes yeah, well Maybe. yeah i guess so because the, the big trailer came out at the super bowl didn't it but then we've yeah. had but little teases and, and snippets yeah. for a long time and 
basically in every single one of them we've had these two like a buddy cop common a comedy bantering at each other giving each other a stick um and that's been the whole thing and yet we get episode one drop they're not in one scene together I know, I love that. I'm watching it all the way mm. through. I mean, the episode itself was very different to what I was expecting. Okay, what, what did you have in mind? So, again, from all the trailers that I've seen, yeah. it's kind of been very action-packed, going on missions, the yeah. two of them bouncing off each other with the comedy aspect and all that sort yeah. of thing. So when the episode started and we start with Sam on a, like, a secret mission that no one's about to know about, in yeah. my brain, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm expecting, like, action-packed fight scenes, gunfights, the lot, because of who the characters are. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so we're after the snap, everyone's come back, which means there's going to be, like, turf wars everywhere, because, you know, it, for example, a group of terrorists all got blipped out, another yeah. group would have taken over, well, now the yeah. originals are back, so I'm expecting it all to be like that, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be action-packed! Yeah. And then actually we had the action pack at the beginning yeah. and then the rest of it was very kind of slowed down and yeah, building up all this backstory, which was fantastic anyway. Yeah. And I, they I, weren't on screen together. So in my head, I'm like, wow, Marvel have done it again. Like they've yeah. built us to one thing and gone, enjoy yep. this, but it's going to yeah. be different. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I quite like, I, I think any show or any film that attempts to just be action, action, action is basically steering into the Michael Bay category. I was about to say, yeah, it's a Transformers of, movie. Yeah. yeah, it's basically just explosions for explosions' sake. All Fast point. and the Furious now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, by the way, there's several Michael Bay movies I really enjoy, so this isn't me just attacking that genre at all. I just <laughs> I, uh, That's not what Marvel is for me. You, you need to be able to humanise. One yeah. of the th- big differences between the MCU and the DC DCU, uh, if you like, year or whatever they want to call it, um, is for me anyway, even with the Snyder Cut now released, uh, which if you ever watch it, mean you should probably do a show just about that because that could be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, is DC have iconic characters, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, just to name three, that are transcendent, probably even above a lot of the Marvel characters. Yeah, I mean, if you talk to talk to young kids, they will tell name a you Batman. They will tell yeah. you Batman for every time. Superman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, it transcends uh, comic book. It, it went into pop culture. It's even part of a language. Like if someone's doing a lot of work in a day, you just go, "Whoa, slow down there, Superman," or like you know, someone's like, "Whoa, Superwoman, check you out, Wonder Woman." You yeah. know, it, it is literally into pop culture. Like no one ever sort of does a load of work in the day and you go, "Whoa, slow it down, Iron Man." Don't well, yeah, happen. even like if someone's really quick, you say, "Call out, Flash." Yeah, yeah, good. chill out, Flash, yeah. No one so, ever turns around and goes, whoa, Quicksilver, no. slow down, you know? <laughs> no. And if they did, you'd be like, whoa, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of like, um, you look at that and you look at these iconic characters and you wonder why it is that the MCU is so successful and the DC in comparison isn't. And I, and I tell you, in my opinion, it's purely because the MCU humanises all of the characters gives us storylines and depth beyond explosion, explosion, fight, fight. Like, I care for these characters. And I said it to you (laughs) in a kind of joking way. Like, I can really see off the back of this series me having a real strength of feeling for both Falcon and Winners. Because I do, off of this one episode alone, I have a far better understanding of who they both are and what they're going through. And I have a real sense of, oh, wow, you know, 
I really care about what's going to happen to them. You, of course, then went, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, don't get yeah. attached. Do yeah. not get do attached. Not, do not get attached to anyone. And, and you're right to say that. But Like, I still don't watch the last 10 minutes of Endgame because I just can't do it to myself. Ah, uh, man. Poor guy. I am inevitable. Turn it off. Okay, cool. Have, have you film? watched... <laughs> There's actually a very funny video, by the way, of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, hmm. so- someone got him like recorded on their phone and they're saying uh, what when you signal tony with the one what were you trying to say and i said i was trying to say wait one minute i'm just going to deal with this wave and then i got him oh. <laughs> and there's loads of them there's memes everywhere of like what yeah. did he really mean like fly up <laughs> he can't fly <laughs> and stuff like that oh, don't no. click just it, move it, it wasn't there's only one way of doing it, it was no. go up Go yeah, up, hit him from above. Up. Yeah, just go up. You, you can't do anything. Just go up. Or like, yeah, just wait one minute, then give it to Captain Marvel. She could deal with that. Oh. <laughs> She'd survive the snap. Yeah, so anyway, there's loads <laughs> of silly things like that. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate it. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so focusing on this episode then, it, we, I want to kind of split it into two parts. First of all, Falcon. Yep. Second of all, Winter Soldier. Um, so I've got kind of uh, bullet points, but one of the key things I think straight away is uh, we learn that the Falcon's been working with the US military for a few months, and later it's revealed that it's been six months since the blip. Yes. So six months since everybody returned, which means keeping the storylines in our mind that Wanda was a few weeks after, this was six months after, so in the middle, sandwiched between Spider-Man 2, which was nine months after. Yes. There we go. Yeah, so. but there's no mention to anything that happened in Wanda. I was kind of waiting, considering we have like... Well, the, not yet. Not yet, so I'm waiting to kind of... It's one of those ones I've kind of got an eye out for that. We had the yeah. witches mentioned witchcraft. It's witchcraft in Spider-Man, which yeah. we had no idea and just thought was funny. Yeah, and now I'm like, ah, oh, now I'm waiting to find out. I, I I think we'll get a line or two. I I think there'll be something. Um, and I wonder if there'll be anything clever, like referencing to Spider Man. And but I mean, it, it the the thing I I want to say is it doesn't need that. No, for the show to be good, it doesn't need to have clear and blatant links. But it is always fun from a fan point of view to hear like. Oh, that's great. That references that. That's brilliant. There'll be a reference um, somewhere to like a billion pound weapon that someone's lost. <laughs> that white vision or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just something like that or or a, a reference to the fact that you kidding me? Tony gave the glasses to the kid. <laughs> That's know? it. Yeah. Just something yeah. simple like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, that kid's going to be flying satellites everywhere. Um, yeah. But yeah. So... We we learned that. I think that's quite an important thing to pick up on and where it appears in the timeline. Yeah. Um, he's working for the U.S. military. Now, that surprised me. Yeah. Because he was a U.S. military vet. He was helping veterans. He then came out of that to work with Captain America, who was very anti-working for the government. Yeah. You know, him and Sam went off the grid rather than sign the you know Sokovia Accords. Yeah. And yet, after the blip, he's back working... For the military, uh, he's he says when he's in the bank, he's got military contracts. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was kind of strange to me. I mean, we see that uh, we meet Brody as well. By the way, uh, Brody's in this, the War Machine. Yes. Uh, War Machine rocks with an X. <laughs> he he appears and he's in full military regalia, so he is still active military. 
Yeah. Uh, what I find interesting about that, of course, is in Endgame, he, he gets ordered to arrest Steve and refuses. You know, that's a court martial. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, he got a uh, he got oh, a step from when they when they actually saved the world. It obviously yeah. helped. <laughs> well, you'd like to think that all those people coming back might be in a kind of like a thumbs up. Okay, it was a right call. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you're a bad person. Twenty people in the back. Yeah, but I wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's worth um worth keeping an eye on that. I'd be interested to see if he shows up again. Um, it was a surprise for me to see him in it because I knew yes. he was. He's going to be a main character in Armor Wars, which is another series coming uh, or in development now. I don't think it starts filming until next year. So when yeah. we're going to get it, I'm not sure. But um, the reason why we see him in this is Sam has made the decision to hand the shield over to the museum for Captain America. See, I didn't expect that straight away. No, I I kind of loved it, though. I kind of loved yeah. the fact that he... He, as a human being, was just like, "Nope, this is too big for me. No, I, I can't, I can't do yep. this." And I think, I think we're going to get to explore that a little bit, obviously, throughout the series. Um, but I, I liked again the humanization of that. But I also liked Rhodes looking at him like, "Man, you're an idiot." <laughs> yeah, like really uh, didn't didn't say it to him. You know, in credit to him, he didn't. You know, Tony would have just come straight out with it. Tony would have been, "I'll have it." Cheers. Yeah, but but Rhodes, I, I think, was kind of look at him like, this is a mistake, kid. You know, yeah. Cap gave it to you. Uh, but respected his decision, kind of said, you know, I'll catch up. I did wonder, by the way, if perhaps with Rhodes being active military, if the fact that Sam's subcontracting for the military, it's Rhodes putting him to work. Maybe. Because he kind of says to him, like, you know, we'll catch up soon, in a kind of like, they they clearly speak still. Yeah, debriefing, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I did wonder that. that. That could be kind of interesting. Like, he doesn't need to be in it again, just reference, like, oh, you know, Colonel Rhodes has said you need to do this. You know, Colonel Rhodes' orders has said this. Well, yeah, because I suppose, um, like, he's got to come back and he's got to work, so if he's got friends in there, then he can do the job. Yeah. Because he makes a, a comment he makes in the bank as well about how, you know, oh, so how much do you guys get paid? And it's like, well, yeah. a lot of it's done on goodwill. and Yeah. yeah Something that's that... never been explored in this is that actually, no. yeah, the Avengers never got paid for what they were doing. No, they they, they didn't. I mean, uh, obviously, when Shield existed, Shield was keeping people like Barton and Romanoff in in funds. Mm. And when Tony was there, clearly Tony was like, "Okay, you need something? Yeah, sure." <laughs> you know. Yeah. But you know, Thor doesn't need money. Nope. So you know that that doesn't happen. Um, so yeah. It, you know, Hulk doesn't really need anything. Banner probably does, but I don't know how Banner's set. Probably, probably owns the patent on a few inventions or something. But yeah, yeah, it is it is an interesting aspect this brought up that you're kind of like, oh wow, never even thought of that. But again, that that goes towards the humanization of the story. Yeah, because I was then thinking about like Ant Man and people like that. Yeah, you know, exactly. No yeah. wonder they've gone off and start, set up their own security company because you never yeah. got paid for being an Avenger or anything. So yeah, no, no, it's spot on, and I. I, I like that. I like that that's that's been brought into the story. I love the interaction with Sam as well when he goes back to his sister yeah. and the boat and there's all the people he's obviously grown up around. Like, when are you going to let me have a go on them wings <laughs> when you pay my sister about the $100 you borrowed? You know, it's like interaction like that is so real. It's so human. Like, if you know yeah. a celebrity from, from your hometown and you see them again, you don't talk to them like, oh, wow, look, it's the folk. And you go, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you are, Sam. How you going? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so I lo- I love that. I, um, 
I found the guy in the bank like really cringeworthy, but at the same time, it's kind of like me and you are massive fans of the Avengers and everything like that. Now try and put yeah. yourself in a place where they existed in the real world. I'm not sure if I'd be massive fans of them in terms of like, you know, it, oh they're great, they're amazing. But this guy, oh, I always wanted to be an Avenger. I'm like, really? <laughs> I think you? The, the closest way to do it is like sports people and actors. Yeah. So I support a certain football team. We won't go into yeah. it. Don't mention them. Yeah. And their ex-captain is like one of my favourite players of all time. Yeah. And when I was working in the airline, I bumped into him in yep. London City Airport. Yeah. And it was the most difficult moment of my life because I was <laughs> in work uniform. I yep. had to be professional and his wife and child was with him and they asked which way one of the rooms were. <laughs> and I had to direct him without yeah. going, please just let me shake your hand and have a picture, please. <laughs> you absolute hero and had doing to, that but, but had to be, you know, completely stone-faced. I don't know who you are. You've just asked yeah. me directions, I'll send you. And I'm like, would you be the same if that was a superhero? Well, I, I guess, yeah, I guess you're, you're looking at uh, how people react. I mean, I, I've been in situations where I've met celebrities and I've I've kind of had to be professional in that instance and then I've kind of walked out the room. I think one time I actually rang you. Yes. Because I'd met someone very unexpected, which I'm not going to say on this, but yeah. I was just like, you will not believe what just happened to me. Like, <laughs> I was so cool, but then at the same time, so not when I left. <laughs> You're uh, inside, yeah. So when I watched the bank scene and I'm kind of like, yeah. that is, he was being the version of me that I wanted to be when yeah. I met the footballer, but because yeah. of my profession yeah. wasn't allowed to. And yeah. he well, shouldn't have been because no, of No, no, he shouldn't have been, but... But it was getting the better of him. Yeah. No, that, that's... It's, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right, of course. Um, Which one made of the it things more that, cringy. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that happens uh, with Sam, sorry, and I kind of skipped over it, is the action sequence right at the beginning where he is working for the military. Did you recognise the bad guy? I thought I did, but now you've put me on the spot, I'm going to say no, but I, I recognised him from somewhere. Okay, well, they mentioned the LAF, and the LAF and this particular guy, I think it's Balrock, B-A-L-R-O-C, mm-hmm. um, he was the villain that took the ship in Captain America 2, the beginning of Winter Soldier. Cap jumps out the plane with the strike team. Yeah. Uh, they take the ship, him and Natasha, they take it from this guy, and then Cap has a fight with him on the deck. Yes, the, that is it, yeah. The, the guy's like, oh, you think you're so tough, do it without the shield. So Cap's like, okay, bring it. And kicks the crap uh, out of him, yeah. Yeah, and then they have a fight. Well, that is who Sam is up against in this instance, uh, oh. which is kind of, a, again, a nice little dovetail to the Winter Soldier, considering all the links they have there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I knew I recognised him, but couldn't tell where from. Yeah, so so Sam completes that mission, and we get introduced to a guy called uh, Lieutenant Torres, who's like a mig- military intelligence guy, who's basically like the liaison for the military with Sam for doing these missions. Yeah, and he they're sat together, which is kind of great. We see just like a member of the public randomly say, "Hey, Avenger, thank you so much for returning my wife to me." By the way. I don't think that guy's wife was happy about coming back to him. I'm just throwing that out there. She didn't look overly pleased. No. <laughs> she she looked like she genuinely was happier being dust. 
just yeah. throwing that. He brought me back. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him to snap me again, Jesus. Yeah, um, my wife is back. My girlfriend's not, but I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> uh, but but that was kind of like a nice nice moment, a nice kind of humanizing moment again. And we see this Lieutenant Torres like filming on his phone, kind of like messing about. Um, and he goes across this kind of like hand insignia, and he talks to him about these groups that have appeared. Now, he mentions a group called the Flag Smashers, mm-hmm. uh, which Sam kind of like, cool name. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, look at us, we got badass names. Uh, and he mentions the fact that they believe that the world should go to, you know, without borders, it should just be humanity. And he's like, so that's quite appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so we, this is the group he's going to be monitoring. From our point of view, I think watching it, I think this is clearly the group that are the... The bad, baddies. The, the baddies in this. Yeah. yeah, the the air quotes. We then see a scene where Lieutenant Torres tracks this group to like a bank robbery. Yeah. Uh, quite an elaborate scheme. They get loads of followers to show up to throw the masks on so the police don't know who to follow. Yeah. Uh, but we also see the guy who carries out the robbery is an enhanced individual. Yeah. You know, he jumps down, superhero landing. Woo! Uh, he hands the bags. He hands the duffel bags off. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Torres tries to arrest him and gets his ass handed to him. Um, I mean, yeah, that yeah. wasn't a wise. Like, he just watched someone get literally drop kicked yeah. across the street, and he goes, "You under arrest? Uh, no, 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 no." I, I think he felt safe with the gun, but you know, call him banner. Don't do it yourself. No. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So. Um, it was interesting. Now, uh, Lieutenant Torres, uh, whenever we get introduced to a character in these series, I'm kind of like, okay, Google. Um, yep. Lieutenant Torres, interestingly, in the comics, becomes the second incarnation of the Falcon. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So, when we know that this series, in a certain extent, is uh, the Falcon transitioning into becoming Captain America, the next incarnation of Captain America... Mm. it's kind of interesting we've just been introduced to a character who in the comics becomes the next Falcon yeah will they take the same route yeah or not yeah yeah Yeah, I mean the MCU doesn't always follow it likes to throw these things in there so everyone goes oh wow that's what's gonna happen and then they just go nope sharp left turn (laughs) one division Um, so yeah it's I think that's something for us all to keep an eye on yeah but uh, but yeah the introduction of these characters what do you think about the kind of storyline? Because, I mean, we talked about the action aspect. We talked about the introduction of what we assume is going to be the big bad guys in this. We talked about the fact he surrendered the shield. What do you think to the aspect of the storyline with his sister and his nephews? By the way, how good is Captain America potentially being called Uncle Sam? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that was Brilliant. that was less than subtle. Yeah. And, and then even the sister went, oh, look, Uncle Sam and saluted him. Yeah. I was like, well done. Bravo. What a business take. That's Bravo. brilliant. Yeah, well played. Well played. Um, so, yeah, the, the family business kind of, again, the, the kind of humanisation of this superhero. I loved it. Yeah, he's a superhero. Yeah. But he's actually got a really struggling family business and they're fighting yeah. to not sell their boat. Yeah, which he grew up on. And you kind of you like, know. in your head, you look at that and you think to yourself, he's a superhero. Why would he have any problems with anything? Yeah. Like, life should be amazing. And then you're like, yeah. yeah, but actually, yeah, the, the world, yeah, life is life still. Yeah, and I, I did, I did have this like, again, almost like a comedy sketch appear in my head where he goes to a load of companies like, hey, I'm the Falcon. Would you like to sponsor me? You know, I could put Coca Cola on my wings. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope they don't go down that road. <laughs> you do sort of wonder, because I think if Tony was alive, I don't know whether Tony would allow the Avengers to go without. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I feel I, like Tony would have been kind of like, if someone had said to him, oh, look, ah, uh, you know, Sam's going to lose his boat. I brought it. Yeah. But what what's interesting is, again, I, I think Pepper would be the same because I'm assuming Pepper's now running the business. Yeah. I, I, I think Sam just wouldn't tell anyone. You yeah. know what I mean? I think if he literally called Pepper and said, hey, Pepper, it's Sam Falcon. This is what's going on. We're trying to get funding. I think she'd be like, done. <laughs> yeah, I've already brought the entire port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many boats do you want? Um, so I, I kind of think that would be the case. I just think pride perhaps would stop him from doing that. It'd be interesting over the next few episodes to see if he does reach out to anyone on it, or if anyone kind of because obviously we know he's going to interact with the Winter Soldier at some point. Yeah, uh, it'd just be interesting if that comes up. If if Bucky, you know, looks into it or anything. Uh, speaking of the Winter Soldier, of course, mm-hmm. um, the Winter Soldier does feature, and we kind of open with his storyline with him having a nightmare. Yeah, um, and in the nightmare is him as the Winter Soldier killing people, Hail Hydra, and then just some poor innocent guy witnesses it, and the Winter Soldier just barrels him, just kills him. Yeah, and then Bucky wakes up on the floor like full on nightmare mode. He's, he's like crashed out on the floor of some yeah. apartment, but yeah, with hardly anything there. Yeah, did did you get the reference by the way of him sleeping on the floor? Because I I watched it and I was just like, that feels significant. Why does that feel significant? And then I clicked what it was. Go on. In in the Winter Soldier again. So the links to this film continue. Um, Steve is talking for the first time to Sam, and Sam says to him, "It's the bed, isn't it?" And he goes, what? He said, you know, when I was in Iraq, I was sleeping on the floor in the dirt. And then when I came back, it feels like I'm on a marshmallow. So now I sleep on the floor. Ah. And Steve's like, yeah, you're right. That That is. They're, they're basically, they're talking about how veterans of war, when they come back, try and cope. And like, these are the sort of things that they go through. And Bucky, when he's talking to the shrink, says, I had a brief rest in Wakanda. But for 90 years, I've been fighting. Yeah. You know, 90... You cannot even imagine... Like, you know, we've just been through as a a community, you know, humanity, a year of fighting COVID. And that's not an actual fight beyond just a mental challenge. Now, trying to imagine going from that mental challenge of that consistent um, stress level and then adding violence to that, you know, warfare on top of that... And he's done that for 90 years. Like, there's going to be a lot of nightmares there. There's a lot of nightmares there. Um, One of the things that I wasn't expecting with this was that (laughs) the Bucky was the funniest. Some of the Bucky's lines in this are hilarious. Yeah, but they're really kind of like dry, almost under the radar sort of funny. Like like blinking you'd miss it lines. Like with the shrink, when she gets her notebook out, oh, that's so passive aggressive. Yeah, oh, (laughs) that's it, write it down, yeah. Yeah. And she and like he has it like are you lashing out at me, Docs? That's really unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> um, she runs through the three things, and you see like through a a flashback of him carrying this out. And it's like rule number one, rule number two: don't hurt anyone. He goes, I didn't hurt anyone. Then you see him literally beat a guy with his own gun. That's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then number three is him going, hi, I'm James Buchanan Barnes. You know, I'm no longer the Winter Soldier and I'm making amends. And then smiles. Yes, you're part of my reproduction. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> <clears throat> smiles, walks off as the police are there to arrest. I mean, that that cracked me up. I love so that. Yeah. So by, to make things better, he's just getting all the bad people arrested. Yeah. You know, again, a little a little thing. Remember Steve in the Winter Soldier has a list on a little notepad of all the things he missed whilst he was in the ice? Yeah. Don't you think it's kind of cool that Bucky has this list of people and things he wants to make up for? And again, he's written it on this little notepad with a pencil just like Steve did. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. little links are there. Um... But yeah, one of one of the very top one he circled is, is uh, sort of a, a Japanese sort of sounding name, and then later you see him link up with a guy. Now, did you make the connection straight away from the nightmare to the guy? No, not straight no. away. I initially just assumed he was hanging around with people near his own age. Do you know what? I didn't even click that either. But oh, yeah, so it would be anyone who's kind of like eighty years old. Yeah. Plus, he's kind of like, oh, that's, yeah. that's my mentality. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Because like he, uh, when, when the guy sets him up on a date with the girl, and and the girl's like into it, and he's like, "There's a dance to these things," and I've not danced since 1940s something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know. Um, and well, she then, asks, "How old are you?" 94. Yeah, or man, something. I love that scene so much. Like, how old are you? 103. She like laughs, and he's like, huh. "Yeah." <laughs> it's like, no, it's like part of him dies inside when she laughs at him. He's like, "Oh, it's like, oh, why do you wear gloves? Um, poor circulation." And again, like, looks away, like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, poor um, circulation to the metal hand. <laughs> yeah, for, for the vibranium. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely loved the scenes of him in. But it, it did click for me, obviously, when the guy the guy was talking about how his son had died. Yeah. And and the girl then said, you know, like, a, if you lose your partner, you're a widow. You know, if you lose your parents, you're an orphan. You lose a child. There's no name for that. Yeah. And uh, i got to be honest with you. I mean, that kind of hit me. Yeah. That hit me pretty hard. I mean, that, one, as a parent, that hit me just the thought of it. But two, uh, I'm from a family where, unfortunately, I lost my sister. So I watched um, like my father, my stepmom, just go through hell with that. Mm. And there, I don't think there's a pain like it. And I think the reason why there's no term is because there's just your brain can't commute, cannot get that pain. You cannot yeah. find any rational, any kind of label. Nothing is going to commute that at all. So uh, when he sort of rushed out with that, I was like, oh, wow, you know, that's. That's brutal. That's painful. One yeah. of the other things he revealed, by the way, is that he has a sister. Yes, and he doesn't. He, you know, he says his parents are gone. Is his sister still alive? Well, obviously, she'd be very old. Well, yeah, but unless she was, even if she was a lot younger sister, yeah, she's still damn old. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he was he was fighting age in his twenties when the war broke out in the thirties. So even if she was sort of a a wartime 10, 15, baby or yeah, yeah war baby she'd be in her 60s 70s maybe the blips kept her yeah she could still be. so that could be interesting just yeah. find out if he ever goes to visit a sister I'd like that I'd be interested he walks to see into like an old family. people's home you're like oh yeah. my god yeah it's my sister yeah um so but he does go to the guy's apartment and just to remove all doubt if there was any left yeah you see the guy's got the shrine to his son and we see it is the kid from the nightmare Bucky clearly wants to tell him. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he should tell him? Oh, well, it, it all depends on, like, 
the characters seem to be fairly close. They're obviously like their neighbours, yeah. so they're obviously fairly close. But I think he's befriended him on purpose because he's trying to do this list. He's trying to do the right thing, and like, yeah. he's tick- and I think he's kind of maybe looked at this as gone. Okay, I can't tick this person off by getting them arrested or anything, but maybe yeah. I can tick the list off by being there to support and help the old man, yeah, like his I- son would have. But he, he's struggling. He's now it. struggling bad with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Runs out on a date and everything. Yeah. What What I find quite interesting as well is like everybody seems to know who Sam is. Nobody knows who he is. Yes. Like she, she she's like, who are you? How old are you? And stuff like that. Uh, he. And I'm guessing he'd like it that way because obviously, if people knew he was the Winter Soldier, people were like, weren't you like a mass murderer? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, had some issues, but I'm better now, honest. Just don't say certain words to me in a certain order, and we're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently, Wakanda cured him of that. Ah, okay. But, but I am curious, because I think the big bad guy running the Flag Smashers is the guy who From triggered Civil him. From Civil War. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm interested by, because I'm like, yeah. if that I, still I'm... works, this could turn all of sort of sideways. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Um, One of the things as well, when the Winter Soldier's seeing the therapist, she's like, you don't have ten numbers on this phone. She points out that he's ignoring messages from Sam. So Sam has tried to reach out to him. I'm guessing Sam wanted to talk to him about the shield. Yeah. But he's ignored him. That's going to be a confrontation when they find... When, obviously, when, when Bucky yeah. speaks to Sam and finds out that he gave the shield up and stuff, yeah. that's going to be a conversation. It's also interesting that both of them were snapped away. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the thing in the bank where he, the guy's talking to Sam. He's like, oh, you don't have any income for the last five years. He's like, I literally wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> Man, I work in financial services and that is such a thing that would happen. Like, literally, like, yeah, well, we got no, you know, what nobody was. Like, several billion of us vanished. Yeah, well, that's not my problem, dude. You know, that's, that's not the <laughs> bank's problem. Such assholes, bankers, I'm telling you. Uh, but when it comes down to this then so moving forward um, we know at some point they're obviously going to have to hook up I'm guessing they're going to have to link up for a mission or something he's going to need him Um, Winter Soldier I think Bucky desperately needs some interaction perhaps his therapist will encourage him to reply to Sam and that will lead to something I don't know possible yeah um, uh, obviously we've met Lieutenant Torres that's going to be interesting I like the therapist angle and I hope that appears in every episode yeah just that little nod of fun yeah well, it's just just a little bit, almost like an epilogue for the episode. Almost like, a, okay, tell me what's been going on with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I tried to go on a date. <laughs> this is what happened. You know, nobody knows who I am. I told her I was under three years old. She laughed in my face. Yeah, it's going to um, be interesting so, to yeah. find out. Yeah, so it's there's there's so much there, and I'm genuinely so kind of uh, thrilled with this show already. Uh, five episodes to go. Uh, we'll be back every Monday talking about it. I mean, so if you've got nothing else, we'll just end with the the obvious big thing. Um, no, I can't think of anything else apart from what I'm assuming is going to be the obvious big thing. Yeah, and so, if it's not, it's going to be really awkward. Yeah, it is going to be awkward. <laughs> so well, obviously, we see that he hands the shield over to the Smithsonian Museum. This guy applauds him, saying it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Then his sister puts the TV on. This is Sam's sister, mm-hmm. and. The government have made the decision that the Americans need an icon and we introduce you to your new Captain America. 
And out, bum, comes bum, this, out comes this white boy with the shield, dressed as Cap, does a little wink to the camera, and that's like, it. He's got the old school Captain America. Kind of thing. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn. I, I there's, think... there's an expression on social media like reality, uh, what you order versus what you get from Wish. Yeah, This yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah. This is it. Like now, The character is called John Walker. Okay. Um, when you Google John Walker MCU, you will find there are several comic book stories about this character becoming Captain America. Oh, okay. What happens next, or what happens now, whether this guy... I personally feel that whoever this guy is, possibly he's a serving soldier. This is the government kind of like... Remember in World War Two, Cap became like a propaganda machine. Yes. Go out there, do all these silly shows, do all these appearances... Yep. I think that's what this is. I think perhaps someone's going to challenge him at some point and it's not going to go well because obviously he's just some random guy in a suit. Um, yeah, that's cap. where it's going to be very interesting because yeah. like, when they introduce him as the new Captain America, yeah, I was like, okay, so at least they're not just trying to like pull the hood over people's eyes and go, Steve's hey, look, on, yeah. this is Steve Rogers. Yeah. At least they're not doing that. Yeah, but I like the fact that by them doing that, it does open the door for there being another Captain America. Do you know what I mean? It's not like this yeah. is always Steve. Steve on the moon, by the way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's doing some moon stuff. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> imagine for a moment that Steve Rogers, in anger, this is six months after he hands the shield. There's a yeah. very good chance that Steve Rogers is still alive. Well, yeah. And he's I watching wasn't... the TV and going, what? Yeah, because... Well, at the very beginning, they say about Steve being gone. I'm like, was yeah. that his funeral? No, 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 no. That's this. This is just um, a kind of exhibit to Captain America because Steve Rogers is no longer. I mean, to be honest with you, I think the people are all wondering what's happened to him because obviously yeah. the vengeance haven't gone. Oh yeah, he went back in time to put the. You know, no one's done that. So people yeah. are like, is he dead? Is he gone to the moon? You know, there's all these theories out there, and Sam's like, I'm not answering, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and um, Winter Soldier is just kind of like moon stuff. Yeah, moon <laughs> stuff. So um, it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes. I, I do think, and I, I realise this is a massive topic, and I want to perhaps touch on it in the next episode because I'm going to be interested to see where they go with it. Very I just, much. Yeah. I just, I just want to say it. That I do think is quite interesting that you have a black character in Sam and they've took the shield off him, telling him it was the right choice and the best thing to do, and they've given it to a white guy. I think oh. I think it could be quite interesting for the MCU to kind of touch on that. It'd be quite brave, I think, for them to, to go down that road. I, I feel also... like his sister would be the character to bring it up as well. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's the I think it'd be a good thing to do. I think you know, Sam was chosen by Steve because of no other reason than he was a good man. Just yeah. like Steve was picked for no other reason. You know, he had no physical attribute, nothing else. He was picked because he was a good man. Yeah. And I, I think that that was, that should be the history and the legacy of the shield. Forget color, forget gender, almost forget anything. Just, you know, are you a good person? And you get given this shield. This is how it goes on. Yeah. Um and it's what's on the inside that counts because that's what makes you Captain America. I I'm gonna be I, I just gonna be interesting. So I wanted to pick that up just before we finish because yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see if the show just don't go down that road and it's just kind of there for us to pick up perhaps as fans, or if they do take it on head on. You know, they they 
sort of go right this is something we are going to identify and we are going to you know throw out there yeah be that's really interesting to see. to see what happens yeah yeah uh, but my friend, that's the show. Um, a big thank you to everybody for listening. This is Marvel Monday. So every Monday for the next six weeks at least you will hear us talking about this show. Uh, yep. If you're a fan of The Walking Dead, check out Wednesdays for Walking Dead Wednesdays. Uh, we're also going to be talking next week when we talk the Marvel shows. We're going to be talking about the schedule that's been announced. It would appear there are going to be some changes. Uh, one of the key changes would appear to be around the Black Widow movie. Um, yep. not a release date change but that it's going to hit the cinemas in the USA and then two weeks later it's going to be available on Disney Plus around the world for a fee um, this is a change simply because when they announced the cinematic release they hoped mm-hmm. that all cinemas all around the world would be open it's just not happened so yeah. rather than push the film back again it would appear they are going to push a cinematic release, wait a few weeks, and then do an announcement. The confirmation on that scheduled in the next few days. I mean, the plus side is there can't be that big of spoilers because it's what happens between Civil War and Infinity Wars. I genuinely think there's going to be something quite big in it. Yeah? There is a storyline in the comics where Natasha and her sister have surgery to swap faces... And then she goes off and dies as the Black Widow, only for Natalia to Natasha to come back years later and reveal it was actually she was still alive. Oh, okay. That's a storyline in the comics. I don't think they do that in the MCU, but I do think her sister, who appears in this film, could perhaps become a character in the MCU in her own right, taking yeah. over the mantle of, you know, Black Widow for her sister. That could work very well. Yeah. Work. That could work because then you got a younger cast member. Because I think Scarlet's done slipping into spandex and jumping around. Sadly, yeah, I'm not commenting on that. Yeah, yeah, move along. Move uh, on, but anyway, on. thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Get in touch with us at any point if you want to discuss the show and your theories. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us directly at either Sam or Stefan at stuffandthangspodcast.com. Hit us up on the website. You can comment on any post on there. It's all free, so get in touch, get involved. We'll be back next week. Until then, everybody, you take care. We out. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.